Hello, it's Jay Lawrence on Rock and Roll Football. In for Matt Ford and Matt Dyson today. Um, let's face it, this podcast is going to have much less Nottingham Forest chat than usual. Some would say that that's a bad thing. The majority of people would say that is a good thing. Special uh, Rock and Roll Football podcast today as Matt and Matt are off. Uh, it's all about the World Cup, of course. Now, this is a really specific one because we have got a, a football legend on the show today. Football legend, a World Cup legend, an England World Cup legend, Terry Butcher joining me on the show. So here's my interview with Mr. Butcher himself talking all things uh, World Cup that's coming up and, of course, Italia 90. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. This is Jay Lawrence on Rock and Roll Football. Joining me now is uh, England legend and the only person in this room to reach a semi-final in the World Cup. Terry Butcher. <laughs> Terry, how are you? Fine, Jay. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for coming in. Look, I desperately want to talk to you about um, the 2022 World Cup. Obviously, kicking off tomorrow with the most exciting game of the uh, tournament, Qatar-Ecuador. Uh, we'll speak about that one in a bit. First, though, we've got to speak about 1990. So you feature in a brand new docu-series, Italia 90, Four Weeks That Changed the World. It's available now as a box set on streaming service now you know what when you think back to, to 1990 when you think back to that world cup what's like the first thing that springs to mind it was so many things i, I can't actually say one one thing sort of stands out it was just a really good experience but obviously with a, a bitterness at the end when we didn't make the final it was we were so close really so close and you sort of think well what happened because if we got to the final mm. Argentina were there for the taking but we didn't make it and then we had to play the dreaded third and fourth place playoff which I never played in but to get there and the ride and journey itself was just incredible it really was I think John Barnes calls it the uh, the last uh, real football world cup mm. what do yeah. you reckon of that? No, and John's very clever, so <laughs> he's a forward, so he must be clever. Yes, I think mean, I think so. Yeah, I mean John features heavily on there as well as, as Gazza and Paul Barkers, and you know there's some really good friends on there. You, the bond that you 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 make, and it's just so incredible. The series is fantastic because, yeah, obviously it follows the story of England, but it also really mm. um, shows what is going on in the world at that time and how much of uh, a say almost, almost you know, football had. No, and it doesn't cover all the football. It goes into the yeah. geopolitical aspects of, of the countries. And it's really, you sort of think, wow, with, with Yugoslavia, because Yugoslavia go out on penalties. It says in the, in, the, in the documentary that if they'd won that, there might not have been a war six mm. months later. Wow, what about that? That That's was a, a mad nice... sentence, though, wasn't it? It was a mad I sentence. Was, I, when they said that, I was like, that, I mean, no pressure on the bloke that missed the penalty. Well, he there. didn't know it before, but afterwards he probably <laughs> yeah. got told in no uncertain terms. But... I mean, you mentioned that you know Gazza's featured in the, in the, the docu series. Um, he swears a bit. I must say, he does swear a bit. He's a naughty boy. Obviously, magician on the pitch, yeah. um, off the pitch as well. I mean, what was going on in that in that World Cup? I mean, we all know that Paul Gascoigne. You know, we know he was a bit of a laugh, but it's it sounds like he was just there for you know a good time in the best way. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Not yeah. in a naughty way, in the best way. Yeah, but his, his football came first. Yeah. He would do other mad things outside the football, but when it came to playing, he was really focused and switched on. I think it was the eve of the, of the semi-final and Bobby Robson's going for a walk early in the morning and there's Gazza playing tennis against two people, two Americans. <laughs> and it, he, so he said, go up to Gazza, what are you doing? He said, so I'm playing tennis, Gaffer. I needed to relax. And you know, he says, you got a game today. You got a World Cup semi-final today. He says, oh, it's OK, Gaffer. You know, it's, we'll, we'll just finish this game. And he says, OK, what's the score? So Gazza said, it's 5-5. And he says, OK, that's fine. Well, you finish it. He says, in the fifth set. <laughs> 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 well, he's, he was just... He was he was mad. He didn't want him around you because he he pestered you. When it came to football, he was brilliant, really good. But the whole thing, I found it really good to watch. Very emotional for me 
because of what you, you knew the result, you knew what was going to happen, sort of thing at the end, you knew the punchline. But it's how you get to that punchline that was the thing, and I think that comes up really well. How you describe the journey that we're on, and other countries are on to reach that last four. Uh, something else obviously happened in, in 1990 that was you know football related, but obviously music related as well. Of course, New Order's uh, World in Motion not only a hit in 1990, but it's since become arguably like the greatest football song ever now well, i'd say three lions comes pretty close it does but and, and frank skinner is on absolute radio so absolutely. i will tell him that you said that yes he was great but i'm just disappointed he didn't actually leave me in the lyrics because i had me in and then they took me out because it was like terry i think the phrase was terry butcher's going to war so that was a bit too controversial but I would have, have you ever spoken it. to him about this? No, I haven't. Well, if I speak, I'd get angry if I spoke to him. Well, so. just bear in mind, as I say, Frank Skinner is on Absolute Radio. <laughs> so if you are going to say, at any point, if you are going to say something, do you want? Do you have a message for him now? Yes. Why did you take me out? You're there the we only, go. The only person that's ever taken me out. Why did you take me out? <laughs> the only person that's ever taken me I out. I want a personal answer. <laughs> um, World in Motion. Uh, the England squad all invited to take part in, in, in recording World in Motion with New Order. Only six England players showed up. Is there a part of you that regrets not turning up? No, I'm quite overjoyed I didn't turn up because I can't sing for toffee. Absolute Radio is where real music matters. For the next 60 seconds, it's where real music does not matter because uh, the six uh, the six uh, squad members that turned up all had to audition for their part of the rap. Now, I'm sure that you've, yeah. you'll know John Barnes is, is rap, of course, um, but uh, we do actually have uh, audio of a couple different members. Yeah, I've, uh, heard, I've heard one. If you just pop those headphones on, I'm going to show you what it's meant to sound like. You'd have heard this one, of course. Got to John Barnes doing actually a very good job, I would say. Brilliant job, yeah. So this is what that's meant to sound like. That's uh, John Barnes, of course. As I say, a couple other people auditioned as well. Paul Gascoigne. You've got to hold and give, but do it at the right time. I need your music cr- critic uh, to come out of you right now. Well, he was much better with a football than he was with a microphone, <laughs> put it that way. Um, and then I've got to say, I don't know if Peter Beardsley has ever listened to music before in his life. This is Peter Beardsley. No, no, no. Wow. Any comments? Peter doesn't drink, you see. <laughs> and I, he should have had a drink before he attempted that. He would have been much better, much better. So I've, that's the second time I've heard that, and I don't want to hear it ever again. <laughs> Sorry, Peter. <laughs> uh, we'll get on to the, the World Cup, shall we, next? The World Cup starts tomorrow, one day away uh, from it kicking off in Qatar. Um, uh, how much, when the World Cup's come around, Terry, how much does it make you sort of, you know, miss playing? Well, when the World Cup's come around, I'm quite popular. Everybody wants to speak to me about previous World Cups. And I enjoy the World Cup, so I enjoyed the fan zones in particular as a pundit, going along there and tried Kuiperinia from every country in the world, I think. But it's, it is, it is a, an incredible event. I like to watch it at home. Watch the, 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 you know, the coverage is, is superb, it really is. I saw in 1990 that, um, it, you know, it sounded like you guys just had really a whale of a time. You know, it, it seems like it was a lot like um, a holiday with a bit of football uh, sort of thrown in is that fair mm, yeah it's not bad but you'd say we took it really seriously when it came to the football we had our fun but the thing is when you're cocooned away in a hotel which no one else is in it's just you you know you, you get bored very quickly so we had to have a few escape tunnels dug and we got out and we had a, we had a good time um, and we bonded very very well like that but 
you know, the, you, you do take the football seriously. You have to. And they go on about um, togetherness quite a lot in squads, don't they? Because, mm. uh, you know, they talk about the, the golden generation of, like, you know, the noughties and, all, and, and how Liverpool players sit here, Man United players, they don't really mix and all of that. And they say that the current England squad has a good togetherness, a good culture. How important is that? Well, it's very important. I think we've seen that over the last two tournaments, semi-final and the final, that you need to be together very, very strong. And Gareth Southgate's the one that's helped that situation as well because he knows a lot of the players he's fostered a really good sort of uh, spirit there really good um, atmosphere with the players there's like that with us in 1990 we could sit at any table with anyone you know the club badge is left at the hotel door two big questions then I'm going to I'll leave you with Terry first question big question who is going to win the World Cup? Um, I'd like to say England but if not England I would think I would still go with France I don't particularly want to say Argentina because of what happened before (laughs) It shall not be mentioned. When people talk about Maradona, like they oh, just say how good a player... Well, I am going to talk about, right? talk about Maradona. When people talk about Maradona, is there a part of you who's just like, shut up about Maradona? Yes. Okay. <laughs> a semi-final in 2018, a, um, a final last year, do you reckon that England have a, got a good chance of maybe doing one better? Yeah, I think more than a good chance. A very realistic chance. I think we, they're, they're, they definitely have the potential to be uh, final four. I think I think they've got everything there to do it. The only thing is probably defensively. If Gareth picks the right system, then they can work on that. But you have to get momentum in a World Cup. You have to have you know do a lot of things right. Uh, but they have the players that can do that. Rock and roll football podcast done. What a lovely man Terry Butcher is. He's, he's a very tall man, is Terry Butcher, obviously, but he's honestly uh, one of the most lovely people I've ever spoken to. What a man. Thank you very much for listening to this bite-sized edition of the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Uh, I'm Jay Lawrence, of course. Uh, Matt Ford, Matt Dyson will return next week. So, yes, there will be more Nottingham Forest chat, even if it is the World Cup. <laughs>